Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Startup Nation, today I'm talking with my previous guest, Michelle Royal, about the trick she used to permanently remove her procrastination. Now, we all battle procrastination at different times of our life, and Michelle battled it for several years, she mentions. Now, our conversation takes place face-to-face at my favorite coffee shop. So join me right now as she reveals her secret. You need to hear this. Michelle was on my podcast, First 100K. How long ago was that? About a month or so? It was exactly uh, on the podcast 83 days ago. 83 days ago. Okay, so she was on my first 100K podcast where I teach entrepreneurs how to make their first $100,000 or next. And Michelle came on and shared her great story how she made her first $100,000. Go check that out. It's on iTunes. Uh, However, at the end of that interview, Michelle started sharing with me, hey, you know, I noticed, well, I'm going to say it in your own words. Oh, yeah. So, um, So there's a couple things. I've known Joseph for a long time, and I admired something that he was able to accomplish that I had not, which was the writing of a book. And actually he's written multiple books. And I had um, watched Joseph for a long time in our community. And I saw a guy who time and time again, showed up again and again and again. And the first 100k podcast is a total winner. And I loved it. And I thought, Wow, you know, that's this is somebody who finally hit. He struck on he struck on gold. He was going uh, he was mining again and again and again, right? So daily mine is my thing. That's what I find, which is how are you finding owning and sharing your value? But he he had done that. He'd found the gold for himself and you continue to. Now what you're creating, it's authentic, it's true to your voice. It resonates with a core audience. There's been so much, though, so much history, like almost seven or eight years that led up to this. And so I thought... Let me pause you right there. This is a great example for all of you who believe in overnight success. It's seven years of overnights that lead to success. Right. Right? It's not an overnight. It's put in the work and show up consistently and eventually something lands, something connects. Please continue. Yes. So I said, um, he asked me if I, if he could do something for me uh, at the end of the podcast. And I said, you know, I've watched you all these years. I've been in the process of writing a book. I've written two drafts. I've done, you know, but it's not out there yet. And I feel stuck. What would you recommend that I do? And that was the 
that was the ask for me. I needed something simple, tangible that I could hold on to that wasn't going to be write a chapter or anything complicated. I needed something really simple. And so in that process of getting unstuck, he said, are you a better written or verbal communicator? And although you all could not hear the previous 10 minutes, uh, I'm a better verbal communicator. I've spent my lifetime hearing, absorbing, translating, synthesizing in small snippets, verbally and visually, uh, complex concepts for people so that they can communicate them clearly. And, uh, and so I'm a better verbal communicator versus written. I get way into analysis paralysis writing. And I'm very kinesthetic, if you can't tell. I'm like, ah, everywhere. So Joseph said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to open up your Facebook Live every single day, press record, and say something. And he said, the goal is that it's going to suck. It's actually going to suck for about six months. You're going to do this for 30 days. You're going to tag me. And the goal is to suck less each and every day. And that was it. It was a very simple ask. And I thought, okay, so I clarified. I'm going to open my Facebook Live. I'm going to press record. And I'm just going to say whatever comes out of my mouth. He said, yep. And it's going to be uncomfortable and weird and awkward. And you're probably going to suck. He repeated it again. The goal is to suck less. And I was like, okay, uh, when do I start this? And how do I do this? And so it was to start the next day. But I, I did start with the testimonial for the first 100K for you. I did a recording, not a Facebook Live, but I did a safety step. I did a recording and I sent it to him through Messenger, right? Such a wuss. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then I, uh, and then I started the the uh, what I called the Suckapalooza, 30 days of sucking. I wanted to celebrate it. Sounded like a party. I like it because you like having fun. All right, so Michelle, let me ask you this. When I gave you that challenge and it was tangible, it was digestible, you could, you could touch it, you could feel it. It was like press, go on Facebook Live, press record, and just say what's out there on your mind. You're going to suck. It's going to be awkward and uncomfortable. Just do it every day and suck less. What was going through your head in that moment when I gave you the challenge that made you say, yes, I'm going to do this, even though this <laughs> Joseph's telling me this is going to be painful? What was going through you that made you say yes? So there's, um, there's two things. When the pain or the discomfort of where you are is greater than the discomfort of what could potentially be, that's where it becomes, that's where willingness comes in. And so I, I thought I'm just, I'm, do, I'm willing. I'm willing to try something. And there was a humility too, because I'm willing to take the advice of someone else who I see has been successful in an area that I have not been successful. And so there was a sense of, um, of just, just a willingness. I was willing to try. And so I did. The next morning was my very first one. What was that like for you day one? What was going on inside? Well, now I remember that day with intense gratitude. It was, I, my morning didn't go quite as planned and I ended up going for a morning run and I was on the St. Petersburg, um, I was on the St. Petersburg uh, Bay. So I was at North Shore Park and looking for dolphins because it's and it was sunrise and uh and I thought okay I'm gonna do it right now and I opened up my 
Facebook Live, and I thought, what am I going to call this? Because it says put a description, and I thought I'm going to put it, call it Suckapalooza Day One. And then I tagged Joseph, and I opened it up, and I started. And there were two interesting things that happened uh, whenever I did that video that I think are reflective of what of what we all experience when we decide to jump in and suck until we don't suck anymore. And the first one was how other people reacted. The second was what happened for me. And the first thing was I started my mother, who's been on almost every one of my daily posts, and I love her. It's the sweetest in the, in the whole world. Uh, so my mother shows up and says good morning to me or says hello. And she sees the Suckapalooza, and I'm telling a story of how I've sucked at writing a book. And she wants to reassure me. She doesn't want me to feel pain. And that's what happens when we are out there in the world t risking it all, which even a tiny Facebook Live video can feel like we're risking it all because it's vulnerable and exposed. People who love us don't want us to feel pain. And yet the sucking or the pain is where we grow. So I got the opportunity to reassure her to say, I know I don't suck as a human being. It's the process that I'm going through and that was great so there was quite a bit of that and people trying to understand what is Suckapalooza what are you doing here um, but it was the end of it which is the second thing which is what happened for me I went I ranted on about who I don't even know what I talked about but at the end of the video I said I have no expectation that this, and this was the first time for me, because every time I open the computer to write, I'm thinking of all the lives that could potentially change, and I feel this immense sense of responsibility, and it stops me from doing anything. And, you know, same with, like, you know, you get a big client project, and you think, oh, my God, it's all this money, or you get a huge opportunity, and you're like, oh, my God, like, you freak yourself out over whatever, I don't know. And I, and the, a beautiful thing happened. In this account self-accountability moment, I said, I have no expectation that anyone's going to watch this, that they're going to listen to this, that they're going to learn anything from it. I have no expectation that this is going to change the world, but I hope to God it changes me. And that was incredible because for the first time I started like in that process, I thought this is about a journey of self, not just self-discovery, but of self-strengthening. It's about when I show up when no one else is watching. Right. That's even though it was a Facebook live, it's about how I show up when no one's watching. I love that. So speak to us literally in two minutes, Michelle, about how what this did to actually change you, like what has changed inside of you, how you're showing up in the world right now. So a, a big part of that is um, trusting my inner voice, my intuition. There's a lot that happens because this is a, a very intuitive process. Uh, daily mind came out of the Suckapalooza, so after the 30 days, um, I started a 90-day process where I committed to two goals. One, uh, in honor of Zig Ziglar, which I have a whole post about it. Uh, one is a fitness competition November 3rd, which is really important to me because I've struggled with health issues quite a lot of my life. And so November 3rd, so I, I share in my daily mind about that. And the second is the writing of the book, which is still a process. I have to say it's still a process. I'm still going through it. I'm not, I don't know where I'll be um, at the end of the 90 days. I'm in day 52. Uh, I call it daily mind. It's about finding, owning, and sharing your value. That is what the book is about. So I have, you know, whatever, 52 days of potential content. Here's 
the thing in the two-minute summary, every single day I open that Facebook Live video and I'm like, I got nothing. I got nothing. And yet, if I pause for just a moment and I ask a few questions, what could I be grateful for? Was there anything at all that I learned today? And can I say it in a way that could be helpful either to myself or to someone else? Uh, then something comes. And that is a resourcefulness that we all have. Uh, that is a mining resource. Whenever we feel as though there's nothing left in the tank, even just showing up is enough. When there's nothing left in the tank, am I willing to just show up? And can that be enough? And so that's, that's a lot of what I've learned. I really like that. You know, when you feel like you have nothing left in the tank, like Michelle's saying, and you're willing to mine, to dig a little deeper and ask the right questions like, what am I grateful for? You will always find a diamond. You will always find some treasure that's buried there because no matter what's going on in your life right now, the pain, the, the hardships, the trials, the persecutions, I got so much crap going on in my life right now, Michelle. I'm being attacked by people attacking my personal character right now, all this stuff. And these are people I showed up for and helped have transformation in their life. And now they turned on me. And like, there's so much I can focus on that would just deplete me. And instead, I'd rather look at the people that I've served that are so grateful and that I'm grateful that you know God has put me in this place where I'm able to serve people. And there's always a diamond if we look. And I love that. So I wanna I wanna build on that because we in this in the sucking journey, <laughs> um, there's something that I've learned, especially through the fitness competition and especially through even this writing process when you are when when we realize we are a creator of our life and the responsibility that does come with that um so through the fitness competition training uh there were six weeks when i was extremely ill meaning i had contracted a bacterial infection and uh although i was working out i was fatigued it was very difficult there were two weeks when i couldn't work out at all and in a fitness competition time frame where you have 20 weeks or 12 weeks to prepare it's it's that could be debilitating Here's what I learned, is that um, the rest, the response, it's all training. All of it is the training. There's not a thing that I'm doing in my life right now that is not the training. There's not a thing that I'm doing in my life that is not the creation of the book. There's not a thing in my doing in my, that I'm doing in my life that is not a part of running my business. When my intention is clear, and I can transform it that way. There were several days whenever I literally, uh, there was a few days when I couldn't get out of bed. There were a few days whenever, because I was so ill. And I called my coach and my coach said, your job is to rest. Your job is to listen to your body. Your job is to, and I thought, oh my gosh, the, this is the training. This is the mental training in the journey. It may not be the physical weightlifting in the journey. This is the mental training in the journey. The obstacles that show up are the effing training. <laughs> the, uh, so we can see it as being attacked or we can see it as the training, right? We can see it as this is the training. Am I willing to show up in a way that is fulfilling for myself and true to myself in that part of the journey? Can I do what is necessary 
in this state as life on life's terms comes at me. And that's true for any business. It's true for any individual. It's true for any process. Um, I wanted to give up writing on the book. And my book writing coach said, if you do that, you could do that. The next time you pick it up, something similar is going to come because this is the training. The lessons you learn from this, that's what you're supposed to share and work through. That's it. So that was, that was probably, this is probably, that's probably been the most powerful thing for me overall and being able to uh, be present and share the journey through the daily mind as I'm working on these other larger goals as well. You know, you're coaching me right now, right? And I think that's what we do. We coach each other and you're represencing me in this moment that the things that I think are persecution or attacks, as you said, um, or the things in your life that you think are random or accidental or why is this happening? I don't get it. There's no purpose to this. The purpose of that is the very friction it's causing in you, right? Because the friction is where growth happens and sitting with it and showing up and learning that no bad situation that happens to you is wrong. Right. Right. And we constantly about it. Right. And we constantly, there's no judgment about it, she says. Right. And we constantly want to make it wrong. Like there's a problem if I have pain, like there's something wrong. And it's like, no, the pain is the very thing. It's like your coach. It's the, the very thing that is driving you and pushing you to the very thing that you said you want. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you need that coach alongside of you. Granted, pain is like a drill sergeant. It's yelling at you. It's whipping at you. It's kicking you in the butt, right? And saying, go, go. You said you wanted this. How much do you want it? Go get it, right? And I really like what your, your uh, coach said to you is you just got to show up. You just show up and say, okay. And it's kind of like your psychopalooza. Yeah. Today's going to suck. Yeah. You know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to suck less. Am I going to have a good attitude about it? So one of the one of my clients was the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, over the past 90 days, I got to work with them and their high-performance team. And there was something that was said. I could see someone has a comment. There was something that was said uh, during the session with them, which was, is there someone? Yeah, Karen. Great comment. She's like, you want that. The obstacles are the training. Yeah, they are. Awesome. So, um and where it got solidified for me, that insight, uh, we were having a think tank summit. I was uh, one of the flies on the wall doing the work that we do, which is the synthesis work. And somebody said, these pro athletes, uh, we all love mastery. These pro athletes at the, um, at the top of their game in baseball, football, basketball, whatever it might be in some sport, um, they are all... Uh, Facing some, it's not like they are in optimum. They are in optimum health, but they're in optimum health in a way that allows them to overcome the um, whatever obstacle they face. So, for example, the statement that was made was, "You're always training around the injury." So that everyone, in some way, has some sort of small injury or discomfort or something in their body, and we're watching these pro athletes, and we're thinking they're flawless. There's nothing wrong. Absolutely, everything is perfect. They're they, like they could literally jump to the moon, right? Because super that's what we're, they're superhuman. That's what we're thinking. And the and the coach in the room, the high performance coach who works with the top athletes in the world, said, "You're always training around the injury, be it." 
the mental or the physical or this because I started experiencing multiple physical injuries and uh, and I saw a movement specialist and he said our job is to keep you moving mm-hmm. don't stop just keep moving so train around you, you learn it, it doesn't mean you ignore the injury you find a new way and isn't that what innovation creativity life wow. is all about it's about training around so I see this okay now, and that's how you find something new, something new within yourself, something new within someone else. And that is a never-ending human journey, which I think is the most beautiful, beautiful aspect of being humans is that we will consistently evolve. The stuckness is I see the obstacle and I think there is no movement. I become intractable. I become intractable in who I am. I become intractable in some belief or uh, negative belief or idea that it should be another way and it's not it never is this is the reality am I willing to move with it and what will I learn about myself or God or you know life in the process so you get to hold my I just want to be official talent Uh, so I love that think about when you took on the challenge Michelle Mm -hmm. your injury was self-doubt mm-hmm it wasn't yeah. a physical injury. It was a psychological, emotional injury. Yeah. Self-doubt that you could do it. Belief in yourself, right? And maybe you have that right now. Your injury is self-doubt. And that's what you want to work through. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's your access mm-hmm. is take the self-doubt and move anyway. Mm-hmm. And here's what's crazy. The number one thought. Um, so there are two core beliefs that I had worked through in my life. One was that I was stupid and two was that I was lazy. Now, you could never look at me and say that I'm a lazy person. (laughs) I'm a crazy generator. Like, I'm nonstop. And uh, sometimes I have fatigue, but I I, like I will go forever. And, um, And then the idea that I'm stupid. Here's what's interesting about that. There's never been an answer I've gotten wrong or a mistake that I've made where I had some misinformation or where, uh, you know, where literally I didn't get the right thing, right? Or I didn't get the right answer where I did not step back and ask the question, hmm, what didn't I know? What could I learn? Uh, what new information can I receive? Can I put myself in this other person's shoes? There's not a single time in my life where I was so intractable in my intelligence that I wasn't flexible. So I've always been flexible in my intelligence to see, open my aperture of knowledge and say, what is it that I could possibly learn? Not once in my life have I ever been that way, ever. And yet there's a core belief that I was stupid. And that's why I was afraid to show up uh, because I didn't want to sound stupid. I didn't want you to think that I didn't have the answers. Well, guess what? I don't have all the answers. That's impossible. And yet, if I don't share what I do know, there's no way I'm going to get the richness of what that could possibly be or become. And isn't that powerful? Yeah. I mean, that's a powerful <laughs> I get that. fear. Listen, fear is false evidence appearing real, right? That's not real. <laughs> like, what's real is that Michelle shows up in her life and is always learning, always growing, always finds something in it, shows up knowledgeably, may not have the perfect answer because that's impossible, but she has so much evidence in her life that she's not stupid, yet 
there's a limiting belief that overrides it every single time and plays like a record over and over and over again when she's about to step through the injury, when she's about to be powerful, when she's about to have a breakthrough. That record plays, the volume goes high, and it literally overrides the evidence which is real that she's not stupid, that she's actually brilliant. I only hang out with brilliant people, by the way. But somehow it cripples her, it debilitates her, and it holds her back from her greatness and creates a sense of powerlessness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, powerlessness would be a great, uh, powerlessness would be a great emotion to put uh, attached to that. Yeah. All right, so I have to jump into my next meeting. We are totally apologize that you missed the first 10 minutes because there was so much value bombs and explosions in those first 10 minutes and we had, and we had no audio. So that sucks. Sorry. Um, however, if you would want to hear more conversations with Michelle and I about these types of things that you wrestle with, write in the comments in this video. And let us know if you want us to do another little episode like this, just a Facebook Live, and write in something that you're struggling with. What is that number one thing that you're struggling with right now in your life, in some area of your life, that you would like Michelle and I to take on? That'd be great. And we'll have a conversation. Are yeah. you game for that? I'm game for that with you, buddy. Yes. Because, you know, we have a little bit of wisdom in a few areas of our life, and it's because we went through the pain. Yeah. And that's where we have the breakthrough. So we can help you with that if you want it. Write in the comments below. Take that action now. Put yourself out there. Now with a little voice inside your head is saying, I don't want to share the thing I'm struggling with. Right? Because I'm the only one. I may be the only one struggling with it. Let me tell you just definitively, you're not. We are all the same in our struggles. If you're human, you have the same struggles Michelle and I have. We have the same struggles you have. The difference between you and I and you and Michelle right here, right now, is we're actually putting ours out there on camera. So go ahead and just write in the comments what's that number one thing you're struggling with right now and have a breakthrough. Like you gotta be at a place of extreme pain, like Michelle says, right? Where the pain of not sharing or the pain of, of living in that. Which may or may not be extreme. Doesn't have to be extreme. You can give yourself permission to let it go earlier, just saying. Yeah. What do you What do you want to say to them? And before we close, any parting wisdom for that person right now, looking through that lens at you, Michelle, and going, "Man, I want to be like her. I want to be where she is. I want that breakthrough, Michelle. How do I do it?" Oh well, that's a big question. Uh, I would say, uh, honor the truth of where you are in the moment right now it is enough to get started and thank you for honoring my truth today i honor all of you and please give some questions and some uh different topics that you'd like to hear about i'd love to to be present and be of service thanks isn't she just so like the way you show up i just want to do like a namaste or something like that <laughs> namaste namaste well listen have a blessed day uh we'll catch you soon Go be powerful. Put yourself out there. And what was the main message about the injury? Uh, the injury is the training. Yeah. The injury is the training. So that self-doubt, that that thing from childhood trauma, that is the training. You got to face it. You got to take it on. Go take that on. Take one action, one tiny action in that area. And it might just be writing a comment below. 
Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.